Charlotte Christian College and Theological Seminary believes that every Christian has a distinct calling and that he or she must boldly respond to that call. Charlotte Christian specializes in equipping the adult learner and all degrees are available both online and on campus. Degree fields include urban Christian ministry, biblical studies, pastoral studies, and more. So whether you are called to full-time ministry or as a co-vocational minister, Charlotte Christian can help you. Visit us at charlottechristian.edu or call 704-334-6882. Sennheiser has been continuously setting trends in the audio industry. Wherever people care passionately about recording, transmitting, or playing sound, Sennheiser will be there. Artists, disc jockeys, scientists, sound technicians, or demanding music lovers, the Sennheiser name always stands for premium products, headphones, microphones, and all-around audio solutions. The ultimate in sound quality. Sennheiser. Here at the Messiah Community Radio Talk Show, this is Michael James Lauren, your host, Dr. Lee Warren. He has a brand new book, I've Seen the End of You, a neurosurgeon's look at faith, doubt, and the things we think we know. And it's kind of like Job. When you think of the story, Job, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks, Michael. Glad to be with you. Our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics, Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand. From headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bearedynamic.com. And by Vocal Booth to Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable, and mobile vocal booths. Visit VocalBoothToGo.com for more information. And Oralex Acoustics has one mission to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics along with free expert advice, total sound control products from Oralex. Enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators. So is that your favorite book of the Bible, Dr. Warren? It seems like, you know, uh, he appeared into the darkness, and, uh, and the Lord was revealing even in darkness that there's hope and there's, there's redemption. Uh, your book kind of echoes that a little bit. Yeah, it does. Um, I don't think I would say Job is my favorite, but it certainly is a, a wonderful story that we can learn a lot from. Um, but yeah, there are some parallels to his story and mine. Yeah, and your book is endorsed by some pretty good company here, Dr. Daniel Amen. He is uh, Philip Yancey, and uh, there's quite a few uh, other people as well, and I'm trying to get the other person. I'll edit and that. And Max out. Lucado. Max yeah. Lucado, that's right. <laughs> and Max Lucado as well. So um, so this book takes a look at mainly, you know, 
a brain tumor precisely and uh, and a particular one where you know I didn't get enough points on my SAT scores to really pronounce it that's why we have you on here <laughs> and right. so uh, you, you'll uh, you know flesh that out if you will uh, the fact is that in the midst of news which you have to do all the time as a neurosurgeon uh, tell people that they're going to die or that their prognosis is you know terminal and yet in that you had your own struggle of faith as far as how do I keep you know my chin up, my faith up, how do I feel good about what I'm doing, knowing that you had mouth under your breath that I've seen the end of you when you're looking at these patients. And how did you turn that around? Yeah, so the, the book really came out of this struggle um, between sort of what I knew as a scientist usually happened with these people that have glioblastoma or this malignant brain cancer and what my faith told me I was supposed to pray for, you know, God can heal everything. We're supposed to put everything before him and pray without ceasing and believe that he can heal and, and restore us. And so we have this one disease glioblastoma. That's the most common malignant brain tumor in adults. And as a neurosurgeon, I run into it all the time. And I just got to where it was, it was really frustrating to me because I knew when I saw the scan, I would say, I've seen the end of this person. I know what's going to happen. And no matter what we do over the last 40 years, we haven't made any headway. And this disease is basically 100% fatal. The 10-year survival is zero. And average person survives about 12 months. So this, this particular disease, it seemed, how do I pray for these people? How do I encourage them to fight and, and hope and not give up when God seems to always say no? So, Dr. Warren, and uh, it, where do we start with your book? I mean, in telling your story, and uh, you've gone through some loss of your own, the loss of a child. Yeah. Uh, you can relate to, and you say that it's really not about the money, and people make the mistake of thinking if they only have money and prestige and position in life, they're going to be good. But, you know, when it comes to terminal diseases, it doesn't matter if you have wealth or uh, children, all these things that uh, represent security and blessing. Uh, in this life, where would you like to begin in telling your story? Well, I think you know, all those things are true, uh, but the, for my story, it comes down to, you know, I was I was trying to learn how to doctor these patients when I couldn't save them. How do I help them have a high quality of life for the length of time that they have? And I started thinking and 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 noodling out the issues around grief and how we handle hard things in our life. And and right around the time I was trying to uh, start coming to some conclusions that I thought would lead to writing this book. This when our son died when he was 19. Mm. Um, and I went from being, as I said, kind of an observer of other people's troubles to being plunged into that sort of furnace of suffering myself and our family. And so I learned pretty quickly that some of the things I thought I knew, like, you know, that my kids would bury me someday weren't necessarily true. And, and so I learned that, um, you can have faith and you can have doubts, but when the things that you think you know for sure come into question, then your world can pretty much fall apart pretty fast. How does this affect you as far as being a doctor? Because I know, you know, doctors supposed to put the brave face on and uh, just be, I don't know, separate themselves somehow. I mean, you're not a robot, but I know doctors somehow are supposed to perhaps do that and not you know, take it with them, if you will, and not be affected by it. But uh, you being a Christian and, and caring about the lives and the souls of the people that you're helping, you know, it's uh, they kind of go hand in hand. But uh, what did you work through yourself in as far as dealing with just the fact that uh, it's, it's almost like the news. You watch the news and it's, it's always bad news. 
on television. <laughs> this prognosis, many times, you know, it's just bad. It's uh, terminal. Yeah. So, uh, what did you have to work through yourself in order to, uh, you know, have your faith built up and not just, uh, you know, feel so uh, the burden of of, of death? Well, it, for us in the in the personal realm. You know, there's there's no room really for stoicism when your child dies. You, you're going to be affected by that, and and we were just plunged into the darkness. And so I, you know, at some point we were sort of forced by life's reality to get back on our feet and start moving again. And Lisa and I, um, our youngest daughter was still in high school, and and we owned our own business that wasn't going to sit around and wait for us very long. And so we were sort of forced um, to first help our daughter, you know, make it through school. Uh, and second, uh, keep our business from going under. We had employees and, and a solo practice of neurosurgery. And, and so after a few weeks, we, we sort of were forced to start moving and, and working again and, and all of that. And so I think the first thing about getting through grief is that just at some point you got to get up and move. Um, like David, when his son died in, in, in the Old Testament, he you know he washed his face and he changed his clothes and after the appropriate time and he started moving again. And it doesn't take away the grief, but you start being able to live again when you do that, when you start moving. Um, and that's actually helped me um, in counseling patients now over the years when they're facing this hard thing. It's like, look, do you... Yes, you have cancer. Yes, it's probably terminal, but you still have a family. You've got a life. You have to have some quality of that life, and you can't control the length of your days, but you can certainly control some aspects of the quality of them. Um, but you've got to engage. You've got to fight. So, Dr. Warren, as far as a doctor writing a book like this, a lot of people do know about you know your faith and, and Christianity, but from a doctor's perspective, what kind of insight do you have that others don't? Well, I think having the perspective of, of knowing the science and knowing what people are going to encounter. That's one thing, but, but now that I've been through the challenge of losing a child, like I also understand grief on a personal level. And so um, I tried to uh, draw some of those lessons out in the book to help people have some tools to um, handle hard things and still maintain their faith and even manage to find joy again in their lives. It's amazing where, uh, and you know, where God takes us and he takes us a lot through the scriptures. And when you do look at the the book of Job, do you see that a little more vividly and a little bit more in HD than others? I mean, the fact is that, uh, that was, it's kind of like your life there, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Job, you know, is, uh, thinks he's doing everything right and he's, and he's living his life and doing the best he can and everything is taken away from him. Um, and unfortunately it, it seems like bad things happen to good people at an alarming rate. Um, in fact, I tried to contrast a couple of the characters in the book um, based on real stories of, of people that were doing things well and had this disease and people who were having more of a hard time in their life who seemed to have a better prognosis. And And it's sort of hard to understand why um, it feels like God singles out sometimes the people who are trying to do it best. Yeah, we're going to come right back with Dr. Lee Warren. He's our special guest. The book, I've Seen the End of You, A Neurosurgeon's Look at Faith, Doubt, and the Things We Think We Know. And we're going to talk about the resolve of people, how they deal with terminal illness right after this. The world and everything in it delivers sound journalism grounded in God's Word through a daily 30-minute podcast. From essential headlines to feature stories to international news straight from the field, after only one or two listens, you'll wonder how you got through your daily routine without it. Listen anywhere you typically enjoy podcasts. 
or by going to wng.org slash podcast. Christians in Action Missions International is actively accepting applications from those desiring to win the lost at any cost. We've been sending long-term missionaries throughout the world for 62 years. We emphasize intentional personal evangelism, equipping disciples, and planting churches among the nations. We empower national leadership to demonstrate and declare the love of God to the unreached. Journey with us as we take the gospel to the world. Log on at cinami.org. Org. That's CINAMI.org or call 559-370-4103. Okay, we're back with Dr. Lee Warren, the book I've seen, The End of You, a neurosurgeon's look at faith, doubt, and the things we think we know, and such as thinking that, uh, you know, I could never get this illness or uh, how could this happen to me? I mean, what are some of the, the misconceptions people have? Because, you know, I have a, a relative who... Uh, came down with Parkinson's and uh, supposed to live a good life, you know, in, in Florida, play golf, the rest of, right. you know, and uh, it didn't happen. And so, um, so what is that part of the book, the things that we think we know? Well, I think that it sort of, it sort of mimics what Jesus was talking about in the parable about the wise man and the foolish man, you know, build, what do you build your life on? Um, if, if the, if the things that your that your hope and joy and faith are built on are things that can be taken from you, like um, a spouse being alive forever or your children uh, living a healthy life or, or you know, not dying or your career or your money or fame or any of those things if, or your own personal health, if, if your life is built on those things and something takes them away, um, somebody dies, somebody leaves, uh, you lose your money, you lose your job. Um, then you can fall apart because the stuff you thought you knew that was always going to be there for you doesn't turn out to be there. But if you're um, built on better things, if you've got hope in something eternal or uh, your, your goals are set um, to things that can't be taken from you, then when hard things happen in your life, you're able to sort of separate that circumstance from your emotional state. And that's a, that's a goal we all need to have is to, to have sort of an untouchable heart in the sense of not, not being emotionless, but being um, sort of immune to the trials of life because we're built on something stronger. Yeah. And Dr. Warren, how do you feel about where, I mean, Jesus met people where they were, there was a lot of uh, illness uh, and you see him helping people. I'm sure you could relate to that being a doctor and he's the, you know, that great healer and uh, people recovering some people miraculously. You've seen that no doubt in your practice, yeah. how that happens and uh, encouraging your faith, of course, but uh, pretty amazing how uh, illness is is prevalent throughout the scriptures, and how people, uh, you know, some recover. But uh, where is where are people in their thinking in that place where they get a diagnosis? It's a terminal illness, and and you've seen some people respond uh, with great amounts of faith. They're finding faith, and others, you know, the, <laughs> down the tubes as far as the morale and everything. Uh, can you relate to that when you see Jesus touching people and healing people? And and uh, where are people at where they, they think about their own mortality? As from a doctor's perspective, what goes through their mind? Well, I think, again, it, it, it sort of – I've seen people who come into it, and they, they would have identified as people of faith, but maybe they never it never dawned on them that this certain set of things could happen to them. And, and so when it does, they seem to fall apart. Um, and then other people that – 
would seem to have never even thought about God, like Joey in the book, uh, somebody who was sort of a lost soul. And yet when he encountered this hard thing in his life, it, it woke him up. He, he ran into a chaplain and his grandmother's love kind of woke him up and, and he fell in love with the Lord. Even while he was dying, he described that last year of his life as the best year ever. And so you see, you see people's responses um, based on where their, where their heart really is. And, and some people have a deep faith, but the shock of the circumstance knocks them out for a little while. And then, and then they land on a place that's solid and they get back. Um, their quality of life, even if they don't survive it. Um, and the saddest ones to me are people who are so angered or bitter, embittered by the circumstance that they're going through that even if they do survive it, they're still wrecked. And so I've seen people, um, Mr. Andrew's wife in the book is a good example of this, somebody who they didn't die, they, they survived, but they're so destroyed by having been through this hard thing that they're never okay again. And so I would encourage people like, you've got to find some way to hold on to hope and joy and faith, no matter what is happening to you. Because at the end of the day, all of us are going to die. All of us are going to go through hard things. There's got to be some way that you can land on hope. And you could see that, of course, in your practice and in medicine, uh, how God gets people to that place, you know, never else yep. were they, you know, make a, even a deathbed confession <laughs> or, uh, never until, you know, their health is gone and, sure. and to see the things that they need to see. And of course, you know, you pray over the whole person. I've seen the end of you, a neurosurgeon's look at faith down in the things we think we know, uh, Dr. Warren in New York city right now. And uh, how are things you're from Wyoming? How are you enjoying your time in New York city? Oh, we're loving it. Um, it's uh, actually warmer here than it is in Wyoming, so we're having a great time, and we've been uh, well-received by the media here, and, and we're excited about this book, Helping People All Over the World. And you've done quite a few interviews today, but what, what's one of the things that maybe you haven't covered in one of those interviews you'd like to share in this one? Um, I think you know the, the ultimate reason why I wrote this book um, is that my wife and I, as we ran our practice together and we saw all these hard things that people ran across and then we lost a child and we, and we were plunged into this ourselves, we, we came to discover that brain cancer is the deadliest physical disease that people can face, but it's not the deadliest thing. The, the deadliest thing you can face is hopelessness, is losing your faith. Mm. And so we want to just share that, you know, choosing to take hope, choosing to find faith again. That's the first dose of the drug that will save your life or at least save the quality of it. And so I hope that my book will help people find hope again if they're in a dark place. We want to talk with more and with Dr. Lee Warren right after this, the book I've seen the end of you right after this. God has designed you for a unique purpose. Get equipped for God's call with a degree from Clark Summit University. Choose from undergraduate and master's degrees available completely online in programs like business, counseling, Bible, and education. For some programs, it's possible to earn your degree in as little as two years, or you can complete the degree you previously started. See if you qualify for a tuition discount. Answer God's call on your life and become a Christ-centered, career-ready graduate. Go to clarksummitu.edu slash podcast. That's clarksummitu.edu slash podcast. Every day, over three and a half million children walk, bike, and ride to a Christian school every day. But many of our schools are in danger of closing. Our Christian schools are too important to our children, to our families, and to our nation to let that 
happen. Christian School Management at christianschoolmanagement.org is dedicated to the health of our Christian schools. Contact christianschoolmanagement.org to help your Christian school fill and stay filled with children impacting our nation. Okay, we're back. Now, it's a neurosurgeon's look at faith down and the things we think we know dealing with terminal illness. I've seen the end of you, the book, Dr. Lee Warren, and uh, you talk about praying. And uh, so have you seen people, I'm sure that's where it starts, uh, who normally wouldn't appeal to God. Uh, what's the importance that you place? It's a chapter in your book about praying. Well, I think the thing I learned the most about prayer, a chaplain actually taught me, um, there are some things God's not going to answer yes. You know, he's not going to give me my son back, not in this lifetime. And for most people with glioblastoma, he's not going to cure that disease. He just doesn't for whatever reason. But the pastor taught me, Chaplain John taught me, that prayer is not bending God's will to my will. Prayer is bending my will to his will. It's helping me see things through his eyes, giving me a perspective to understand that I can't, I can't make certain things happen, but God will always redeem them in a way that honors what's honors my faith and honors my hope. And so I've learned that prayer is the vehicle where our hearts line up with God's and that's how we survive the hard things in life. Dr. Warren, you know how Jesus, when he saw amazing faith where, you know, just say the word, Lord, the centurion and, and, and my son will be made whole. Are you amazed? And uh, does it cease to amaze you as a doctor where God works in a person's life and where they find the human resolve to overcome great challenges. I mean, Jesus was even amazed. I've never seen such great faith, not all in Israel. And uh, does that surprise you sometimes as a doctor? Because maybe some of the terminal illness can seem somewhat predictable, but again, the resolve of people and the human condition and the human soul, uh, how does that surprise you even still as a doctor? Yeah, it, it does amaze me sometimes how people can be in just desperate situations and yet they can rise up. And um, in the story in the book of uh, Rupert Chang is a man who had a, a really aggressive form of brain cancer. And then he had a, a treatment that ultimately led to him dying much sooner than he would have. But he said, I don't, I don't mind dying from this. What I would mind is if my life was, uh, if I was disabled in a way that I couldn't live out the story that I'm trying to live live with honor and he taught me that you know the the story that you're living is what people are going to remember and the question at the end of the day for us all is do you want your life to be just a, a telling of the things that happened to you or do you want it to be a story of how you navigated and changed and grew and overcame those things and so the story of our life really should be how we respond to the challenges that come along and how we honor God and honor ourselves and our family through those things. Well, we want to come right back with Dr. Lee Warren. The book is called I've Seen the End of You, of course, dealing with a mental, a terminal illness, not mental, <laughs> terminal illness. And we'll be right back. A few words remaining right after this. Hey, everyone. Athena Dean Holtz with Redemption Press here. Are you a coach, pastor, blogger, small group leader, thought leader, ministry or industry professional with a message that could benefit others? If so, we'd love to help you produce a professional book that can open new doors and be an impact to other people's lives. We'd love to hear about your idea and see how we can help with our personalized writing coaches and professional editorial team. Visit redemption-press.com. 
Okay, we're back with Dr. Lee Warren, the book I've seen, The End of You. And uh, did you have different titles you wanted to call it? I mean, of course, uh, how did you come up with that one? Well, actually, it came, this is the title that started the book. It was when I looked at those scans and I knew it was a glioblastoma. And I would say that to myself, I've seen the end of you. And then as I wrote the book and came through it, that just always stayed as the title. And it was funny as the, uh, we chose uh, Random House, Penguin Random House Waterbrook, uh, over five other offers that we had. And they, of course, put us through the process of testing, you know, did, did these market tests on titles and they sent it out and overwhelming favorite of everybody that read the book was I've seen the interview. So started with that title, stayed with that title. Um, and I think it was the right one for this story. And Dr. L uh, Warren, yeah, I was gonna say Dr. Lauren, that's my dad. <laughs> he was a dentist, you know, but oh, we're talking great. to Dr. Lee Warren, neurosurgeon and uh, brain surgeon, of course, same thing. Now you're an inventor, Iraqi war veteran, a writer, and of course you've been featured in the 700 Club, CBS Evening News, and of course also Guideposts uh, Magazine as well. But uh, what do you like most about being a doctor? Oh, just the opportunity to help people in their hour of need. Um, and as a neurosurgeon, you know, we get to relieve pain and restore function and sometimes save lives and, and frequently um, help counsel people through the hardest things they'll ever face. And that's just a great uh, privilege and honor. And as far as some of the testimonies that you get, of course, again, terminal illness and confronting that and dealing with that, what are some of the ways that you've been touched and changed in writing this book? I've really been changed in the course of grappling with it, just mostly for my personal faith of overcoming losing a child and then using that to help other people. And um, a good example of that Romans eight twenty eight promise coming about is, you know, I started writing uh, a newsletter about it six months after Mitch died that now is read every week in uh, all 50 states and 35 countries where I'm able to give people a little bit of hope every week. And that's led to two books and this my podcast and, and just has really been a blessing to us and to people all over the world. Max Locato endorses it. Philip Yancey. You've had Dr. Uh, Daniel Amen. Can you, can you get us on, him on for us? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right, pull some strings. But and uh, and lastly, I'd like to ask you. Of course, uh, feel free to you know add what you want. But uh, how have these patients taught you? They've learned a lot. I mean, you've seen them, and and in a sense, perhaps you point them to Christ. I mean, and it, would that be safe to say that you tell them in, in, or do you, do you do that at all? In the, Absolutely. In the, yeah. yeah. To, to help know, them. That's quite, tell me about that. Well, I always offer to pray with people um, before surgery and even in the office when we're dealing with difficult things. And um, that has led to many conversations and opportunities to encourage people and share faith. And you have to be a little careful in the hospital setting, especially when you work for somebody else. But, but I've often, I've always found that just putting it out there, Hey, can I pray with you? That leads to people asking questions and, and asking for, um, opportunity to minister to them. And, and it never, uh, it's just like the Bible says, when you put the word out, it never comes back empty. And Dr. Warren, is there, is there an intimacy yet with the, with the human person, with the, the human soul, even that you see and, uh, incurring, uh, terminal illness? How, much different is because I don't think most people can get that close as you do. It's a, is it somewhat of a relationship? It absolutely is. And, and you have to be careful how you choose that. Cause once you start down a path, it's hard to change it, but you can be cold and distant and just a scientist, or you can be 
you know, on their team from the first moment. And that's what we've always chosen to do. And um, when my wife ran our practice, it was really a family event where we, we got into these people's lives and helped them. And, and it's still that way today. Um, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you what we can do about it. I'm going to tell you that I'm on your side, that we'll fight and we'll pray. Um, and, uh, and it's just a great honor to get to go through those things with people. And how have these patients taught you? I mean, do you feel closer to God and, and seeing as all this plays out and how someone deals with terminal illness or how have, I know you have to be, you know, the one that's strong for the patient, but how have these patients taught you? What have they taught you? Uh, I've learned far more from patients than I've ever taught anybody. Um, the biggest thing is just seeing how people can um, endure great trials and great pain and still hold on to faith and find joy and, and never give up and, and, and just inspire other people um, down to the last breaths they take in their lives. And it's just a, a joy um, and an honor to get to see that and, and be part of people's uh, greatest needs. Well, it's already a bestseller in uh, Amazon, Christian Death and Grief Counseling. Dr. Lee Warren has been our special guest. I've seen the end of you, a neurosurgeon's look at faith, doubt, and the things we think we know. And it, it, it would be a uh, not fair for me to ask you to pray for people right now that uh, may have a terminal illness or know a family member who has a terminal illness or someone. And just uh, what is on your heart to say? And again, we appreciate you being on the program. If you just pray for us. Everyone. Of course. Father God, thank you so much for this opportunity to be with Michael today and, and everyone listening. I pray that you'll uh, open up their hearts and let something said today uh, minister to them. And Father, if there's anybody out there dealing with uh, life-threatening uh, disease, that you would just comfort them and minister to them and, and prove true your promise of Psalm 3418, that you will be close to the brokenhearted. Um, we trust you and we know that you are always on our side um, and always have our best interest at heart. And, and we just pray that these words spoken today will, will be a blessing to people around the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'm sure this is something family members alike or anyone close. It's got to change people. And there's no way you could be the same. And, and uh, having a close encounter with someone who has gone through a terminal illness. And of course, so you help people and nurture them through that and the healing process. Again, I've seen the end of you. A neurosurgeon's look at faith, doubt, and the things we think we know. Dr. Lee Warren, thank you for being on the program. Thank you so much, Michael. God bless you. Our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics. Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand. From headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bairdynamic.com. And by Vocal Booth To Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable, and mobile vocal booths. Visit VocalBoothToGo.com for more information. And Oralex Acoustics has one mission, to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics, along with free expert advice, total sound control products from Oralex. Enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. 
And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators.